Namaste. So this is a, uh, I mean, I feel happy actually by the very thought of reading Shurabindo's poems. They are a source of delight. It's very unfortunate that we don't much talk about it. Straight away ask somebody about Shurabindo's writings, the life divine. Now of course Savitri is supreme. But Shurabindo's poems are a source of delight. Because poems, you know, directly touch you, reach out. And they don't go through this, all this intellectual process. I was describing in Savitri, we have like that. How beautifully the images are used. So there are a series of poems to come down to the, uh, um, what we are going to read today. Today we'll read one poem. We are not going to do the series. But uh, there are a series of poems which are on love in its human aspect. So, first of all, Sometimes this may come that Shurabindo experienced it. He may have, may not have. The important thing is that a poet knows things through the subliminal. That's how we have in poetry, such magnificent poetry. But that's beside the point. Some aspect of us knows a deep profound truth. It opens to that. And then it expresses. Our outer consciousness may not know. That's the beauty of poetry. And when it is a master poet, Shurabindo himself, then you know, in one of his poems he writes that, I feel within me the stab and the kiss that people experience in creation. And even in Savitri, when he begins the yoga of the soul's release, he describes that how people's unspoken thoughts enter into him and his thoughts go into others. And how their hopes, their anger, they all entered, they enter into him. Describes. So this is the background. Now, human love is human love. It has its limits. But the thing is, are we to discard it and go toward the divine? This is one option. The other is, every aspect of human life can be turned into yoga. How? By uplifting, ennobling, refining it to whatever limits it can go. Beyond which it is bound to take a leap. That's how the mother has said when somebody asked her that what do we do? We are supposed to love the divine and uh, then if human love comes into our life. First of all, this division uh, can lead us to a, again that same dualism. There is divine who is out there and this is the human world. No. So she says go through it. And then she says if you go through it in the right manner, if you love unselfishly without expecting anything, then after some time you will go beyond the form and touch the principle of divine love. Because divine love is in everyone. Even in the worst human being you will see that divine love which is at the core. But if you don't take that route because it's slippery, no doubt it is slippery. <laughs> then she says sometimes you may finish the possibility of love within you and it may take centuries after it's, which it flowers again because you have Denied a power which is in you. Of course, what this power has become in human nature, we all know. Because, not because of human, it's because it enters into ego and desire and it finishes. All stories of love end up in the vital, what is it called, fish pond or marketplace or the vital kichad. What is the term for kichad? Mud, mire. So it goes there and it drowns. Why? Because the moment it goes there, it is you, me. First it is I love you, then love goes away, then I, you. Who is more important? I or you? Then it comes to I. You has gone away. 
you don't do this to me, you didn't do this to me, you, 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 all complaints. Then after some time even that, okay fine. And then one becomes cynic. This is how it is, disillusioned. Correctly people have said, it's because we don't know how to really love. But human love can be uplifted to heights which are divine. But it has to be purified, refined, freed from all desires and expectations. And obviously if you free yourself from desires and expectations, you are engaged in yoga. What else is it? If you free yourself from ego, love is such a powerful antidote. Somebody asked the mother about freedom and servitude. So somebody said, mother I want to be free. So, but when you serve, you become, you know, bound to someone. You are serving, no? So, you are not free. So, mother laughed and said, you know, independence, a great mystic once told someone, he said, I want to be independent, I want to be independent. Then he said, then you won't have love. And then she explains. He says, what is freedom? Freedom is only, there is only one freedom, which is to be free as the Lord is. That's the only way. All else is an illusion of freedom. Now to become one with the Lord, the shortest path is love. (laughs) And service born out of love. So actually if you want to be free, the path of love and service makes you free. So she reconciles them, freedom and servitude. But egoistic freedom is, I will do what I feel like. Now if I want to do what I feel like, then there is, it's not love. Love's refrain is, I'll do what you want. That's how it is. And it goes to what extent that we will read in this poem. There are a series of poems. One of them is, Thou didst mistake. So what is this, Thou didst mistake? Something, somebody feels love for you momentarily. And then after some time discover that you are not the Mr. Prince Charming or whatever. And says, okay, now you know, let's call it a day. It's very common, no? Nowadays. But... Uh, what do you do then? People go heartbroken, oh this, what I am, or they start complaining, anger, bitterness, all this, which is really not necessary. So there is a very beautiful, I mean you can turn to the divine, that's alright. That's one approach, that yes, human love, this is the first step that we get disillusioned. Later on we come back with a greater power, that's but people can take, this is valid. Or you can say that I will intensify a deeper love which is independent of the person and the personality. These are two options. But we make the worst option. All hatred, bitterness, anger, complaint, all these things. So, this is thou didst mistake. And why I am saying this you know, experience, Shurabindu in one of the places says, where I have loved once, I cease not from loving. And this is 1918 when Mridlani Devi has left her body. And he comes to know. So he says, where I have loved once, I cease not from loving. She never knew. I mean, she knew that what love is there in his heart. He had love for the whole creation. But it did. The whole creation included her. So here is this poem. Thou didst mistake. Very unusual kind of title. Thou didst mistake. Thy spirit's infant flight, opening its lovely wings upon the sun, paused o'er the first strong bloom that met thy sight. Thinking perhaps it was the only one. Young age. 
suddenly love love roams in us like an unopened flower and suddenly it is charmed by the by a voice or by something ha ah, here is and then it dies away but does it really die no the seed of love remains buried it takes through other forms because it is looking for that ultimately that perfect so it comes back but because it's not the form which is important it's the whole thing but here shobindu gives a significance even to the person and the form so he says that in your youth youthfulness as you grew and love began to thaw its wings and saw the sun wanted to fly so as it flew it saw the first flower and thought this is the sun i am looking for <laughs> sunflower but all this fragrant garden was beyond so beyond this one flower there is a fragrant garden which you discover and then you discover no no there are many 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 flowers in the garden of god is this the only one no i must explore so this is the common human ways winds came to thee with hints of honey day disclosed a brighter hope than this unsunned this this not the poem i was wanted to read okay anyways i'll read the other one also but all this fragrant garden was beyond winds came to thee with hints of honey day disclosed a brighter hope than this unsunned thought sheltered heart and called thee far away this is what happens that people go further and further in search of that ideal thou didst mistake must i then rage grow ill with tortured vanity and think it love what is hurt not love but my vanity should i grow ill should i be angry should i be rageful miss call with brutal names my lady's will i have loved her she wants to go somewhere else it's her will my ladies will look at the magnificence of this sentence fouling thy snow white image oh my dove is not thy kiss enough though only one for all eternity to live upon now what is this feeling can i have some more <laughs> there is one particular one where you was open i'll just so what is this feeling in one of the places shrivinda says that's what is psychic love it is it took me time to really understand and there it he says that fidelity is one of the signs of psychic love very difficult to remain you know so this when one has the psychic love one experiences it so this is what can i go further how do i go okay so there is another one which i'll read ha ah, this is the one which i wanted to read because thy flame is spent so there is another poem which again goes on a similar lines and it is titled because thy flame is spent 
So this is all human love, but human love lifted to its ultimate possibility. Because thy flame is spent, shall mine grow less? O bud, O wonder of the opening rose, why both my soul and love it would disgrace if I could trade in love, begin and close my long account of passion like a book of merchant's credit given to be repaid. Is it not this which we do in love? How You see what happens after some time? What you gave me, what I gave you, what did you do, what did all this account... People end up, you know, literally recounting, thinking. What I have done, what you have done. This is a merchandise. This is merchant. This is not love. It cannot be love. And something else which he says very beautiful, that it's not about the person. If you violate the spirit of love in you, how it will grow? Leave the person aside. It's not about the person. The spirit and love of love in you, it's a whole yoga. So when you love someone, love with that idea that it is love that you are worshipping, not the person. At one place the mother speaks about the law of beauty. Similarly, there is a law of love. And if you follow it, this love, the power of love, its energy grows in us. It's with anything. Any energy which you refine and purify and take it to the heights, it will grow in us. And if we don't do it, it will become worse and worse. So he says, if I could trade in love, begin and close my long account of passion like a book of merchant's credit given to be repaid or not returned, struck off with lowering look like a bad debt uncritically made. That you know, you say, oh I love this person and then you lower the eyes and I made a mistake. He was not the right person. And people will also say like, no, he was not meant for you. Mandodri is a sati, sati, though it is Ravana whom she loved. Tulsi, what height she takes love. Her husband is an asura. And yet Tulsi reaches that height of love, human love, where she ends up becoming a the spouse of none else but the divine Vishnu, in his Vishnu aspect. So look at you, know, there are so many stories. Uh, the monkey's wife who was it Tara so what love they they had human love but lifted to what heights because of this what thou couldst give thou gavest me one sweet smile says it's your limit when somebody gives you less it is not it doesn't speak of you it speaks of the person Leave it. We give what we have. So if people are angry, then poor fellows, they have so much anger inside them. If people are bitter, they carry bitterness inside. That's all. So what thou couldst give, thou givest me one sweet smile, worth all the sunlight that the years contain. Now just like the previous poem where he says one brief kiss. So he says, worth all the sunlight that one smile is enough for me. I can treasure it for ages. One month of months when thy sweet spirit a while fluttered over mine, half thinking to remain. So it is for a month it was around hovering and you know, 
Everything was going around hunky-dory, rosy, around the trees. After that, he says, no, 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 I must, you know, pass on to. See, what ideal of love we had, this is the ideal we had in India. We have lost it. Now we have all this, you know, Valentine Day, dating and all this. It's okay, but this makes it so frivolous and cheap. On Valentine Day, people have four dates, different times. Same message is going to four people. It's unfortunate, true. When I came to know, I was so shocked, ki how can it be possible? But it is true that this is how it happens. Fluttered over mine, half thinking to remain. What I could give, I gave thee to my last breath. She gave one brief smile. What did he give? What I could give, I gave thee to my last breath. Immortal love, immovable by death. So that is love. And it stays right up to your last breath. Because you have loved once. Where I have loved once, I cease not from loving. It will not express in the same way, it will not be the... But it will continue to remain. You know, that's how we see in all these stories of immortal love, sake of love. But the moment it enters into the ego, wants, desires, what you have given me, what I have given you, calculation, then love finishes. So this is how it is about human love, which itself can be uplifted to great heights. So this is, these are two poems, there are a series of others, which we will not take up today. And just to meditate upon them, reflect upon them, even to live one-tenth, forget about divine love, before we can talk about loving, we all easily say, I love the mother. We don't even know how to love, love humanly. Loving the divine. We say, because when everything is going on well, we love. Because we know that she will protect me, this, that, everything. Actually, we don't realize we are trading with God. The day something happens which is not according to my wish... Then we, if we can say, I love you, Ma, for taking away my desire, my last straw. I love you, Ma, that you have freed me and kept me only for yourself. Then it is really, we can say, yes, we love her. And all this human love and its journey, its beauty is a preparation to go towards that. That's why in Savitri we see that love should never be despised. It is the man's lean on the absolute. But first it must change its human ways to ways divine. What is the human ways? Human ways don't cancel the earth. That's why in Savitri toward the end, what does Savitri say? She says, heaven's touch fulfills but cancels not our earth's. So human love can be uplifted to heights, which is what we knew. That's how we have the story of, you know, the great satis, these great seers, how they loved, they saw love in the whole creation. And when they loved, they loved like this, without any expectation, demand, but only to give, 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 till the last breath to give. That was it. So what about their stock? Where were they getting it from? Infinite. <laughs> They didn't depend upon anybody. That's why they could always remain happy and in delight. So these are the ways of love. And much more, as I said, this topic can never be completed. Even a seven-day camp is not enough to talk about all the mysteries and marvel of love. Thank you. Namaste.